edition. Oh yeah, St. Patrick's Day edition of Chapo Trap House. Right. Got to get that money. <laughs> uh, welcome to Post Apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. For any of you that know what Chapo Trap House is, mm. are you contributing? And if so, how much? There you go. Because I need to know I how mean, much money. Ninety six thousand a month. We need to be. We need to get there. I mean, and it just started like from what I read. It started from you know people who didn't know each other on Twitter and they were just commenting and then they decided to form a podcast. Next thing you know, 96. How do you get 96,000 a month I don't though? No. From just the Patreon, right? Yeah, yeah, that's just Patreon. We we John and I our research ends just because of work at what Wikipedia will tell right, us. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's all we need to know. Like well, a- all you need to really know is 96k. And you know it's more than that, so you go, but 96k a month. I mean, it's And that's just from fans sending money right that's, that's what even, that is right that's, yeah, that's true even if you have to i don't know how patreon works so i don't know if it's a you have to give some of the money to patreon like it, like an ebay type yeah thing, i'm where, not sure but i would imagine if like they, if they're hosting yeah they probably take a even if it's five percent yeah they're loving that uh, absolutely i mean not everybody's getting 96k but like people do i think pretty well on it and well enough to at least fund their projects yeah at least i've seen stories where they do enough to fund yeah, their yeah. project i'm sure there's a million others who you know they get like a dollar or something yeah. from their mom or something but but under like a pseudonym so right they don't know the mom's paying for it <laughs> exactly that's amazing you're right it's just that's people contributing to right. them every month yeah. plus what they give sponsors and you know they i guess they have tours so they sell yeah. tickets you know i mean is, it's it's insane yeah it's funny because it reminded me of uh, the early days of uh kevin smith i think it was the smodcast mm-hmm. when they were touring it they got sponsored by fleshlight oh really so i guess at, at the early days of fleshlight they were we we're sponsored that was like when we were talking about how there was like nature box and audible seemed to be like the podcast right gold those are the advertisers who knows how much you even get but that seemed to one but for some reason fleshlight <laughs> and it's early days of like if you see uh photos that people took they had the table they would sit out facing the audience when they would do some of the live shows and just a big banner that said fleshlight but kevin smith doesn't need the he just took it as advertisement because he started his podcast just for something to do right and now because it costs money to maintain he took the advertisement and you know, right all right that. but i just remember like at the end of the podcast. All right, everyone, we're going to throw out some fleshlights. Who wants one? <laughs> it was just so funny. But he has the good sense of humor because that's sort of. No, for sure. I mean, and that's the right podcast for fleshlights. Absolutely. Too. Absolutely. Yeah, he would take that and run. You know, uh, I don't think every. I wonder if fleshlight, they just send a, a blast out to all the podcasts and say, hey. And then most of them are like, no, we don't want fleshlight. Yeah. But Smartcast. Sure. It's Kevin Smith. It's you his know, wheelhouse. Absolutely. It's his He's joke. like, I can take this and for sure. Oh, you're going to give me He's, money? Yeah. And fleshlight yeah. to throw to the crowd? <laughs> I'm in. It's like, this is great. I wonder what level they start reaching out to you. Do, are there companies that just sort of track podcasts and go, hey, do you want an advertiser? Or do you have to reach out to them? Uh, no, they reach out to you. I think I've, I was listening to a podcast that has, you know, probably a million that Bobby Lee podcast. At least the last time I was to it, which was like actually a few months ago, they were at a million downloads a month or something. Oh, okay. Which is you know yeah. top, but uh, and they have sponsors and stuff like that, and they have fun with it as well. Yeah, they reached out to them. You know, once yes, absolutely. All this social media, all this stuff is all tracked, and there's yeah. all these uh, data groups, you right. know, who uh, who track this stuff. And yeah, and so they get those information, and once they see like you hit like this download, especially something like that, yeah, yeah, they reach out to you. But you know how many you know uh, trap houses or how many yeah. you know Bobby Lee's, how many Joe Rogans or whatever are out there. You know those obviously are gonna yeah. That just seems uh, like they could probably even ask for more. It's like look. I'm Joe Rogan. Yeah. And you can see what I'm doing. Right. No, like, totally. You know, you're Mark Maron. You can just pick the people you so, want. Yeah, absolutely. Do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you get you get definite downloads. Uh, ears, I guess, won't be eyeballs. But, yeah. like, you get you get the butts in the seats, as they yeah. say. So it's like, you know, this is what I bring, you know. Which is funny. It's that thing of uh, all the visual work you have to do to have someone listen to your show. Right. I mean, that's all it is. It's like I visually have to be out there 
for them to listen to my show. Totally. Just so bizarre. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I I don't know what it would be, but if, say, Shia had a podcast, you'd listen because you're like, I don't, I don't even know. Right. He's probably going to talk about nonsense right. the whole time, but it's probably going to be And each one's eight riveting. hours. Yeah, I'm exactly. Spend eight di- they like once a week, eight yeah. hours just listening to him, you and, know, talk. And one of those hours is like silence. It's going to be silent for an hour. Let's all be silent together. And he literally will sit there and record yeah. as opposed to like faking it and walking <laughs> right. away. Oh, no. He's all in. And yeah, we're so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like to show you I'm silent. Now watch my live stream of me being silent. Right, totally. Like, I guess he's uh, he came out just sort of apologizing for his ways. He's trying to. Oh, really? Trying to mend now. Like, I think he's. 24 now i have no idea. Oh, whatever yeah yeah, yeah. like really I, mean, I didn't know that no i mean he just came out saying he's tr- he's like refocused that's why he sort of disappeared to do art and <laughs> air quotes uh so i guess he's going to you know make amends mm. i was like okay we'll wow see how long that lasts <laughs> that's crazy yeah i mean exactly yeah. how long is that gonna last before he punches someone else yeah. uh well good good for him for at least recognizing that you know no one wants to put up with yours. I know. I don't know. He's, you know, at at certain point you become like that, and because you know you're always the favor of the month in Hollywood. Yeah. People are going to be sick of it, and you're just not going to get, you know, work. It's not like he's Brad Pitt or something. So he's good know. though. He's good. No, he's good. It's just, but you know, do you want that liability on your set? Do you know he's going to show up every day? Is he? Yeah. Daniel Day Lewis and in character the whole time, and it's right. like oh, Shia. Just no, no, no. My name's Steve. Uh, yeah, All only right, refer Steve. to me as Steve. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, especially t- now where not that he's Kevin Spacey, right. but like people by no gonna, means we have right, no right, idea. Right. We're just saying right. <laughs> it's like he's people aren't gonna put up with the really really extreme stuff now. That stuff still goes on. It's right. still always going on. Well, he's the star. You know, you gotta let him do what he. He does or berate people or whatever, but I think you know if it's like really extreme. If he's like, if you have to bail him out every day and all that, <laughs> it's like then it's like no, we the studios be like no, we can't, you know, we can't do it. We we'll get someone else. His per diem is just called bail money. Yeah, exactly. Give Shy his uh, bail money. <laughs> oh, I'm sober up. Yeah, you know it's good, good for him. I yeah. mean he's he's not you know 45 doing this. He's he's right. younger, so it's good that he's. Right now, now would be the time to do it if he can do it. But it's hard. I know. mean, if that's his personality in general, yeah, and that that's the biggest issue is if that's just in him. And yeah, yeah. maybe being away for six months to a year, it's like, oh great, now I'm better. But are you? You just now relaxed, right? You know, right. You're, you just feel better. But then when you go back to your, you know, eighteen hour days on sets, and all right, well maybe I'll have a drink to relax, and then all of a sudden you're punching people again. You know, it's that whole life. You know, it's yeah. not like, you know, some dude at the uh, cubicle going, right. hey, I'm going to clean up my ways. Yeah. And you can just, like, live under the radar in your life. Like, you're a star. So yeah. there are people who cater to you. People who, that's their job is to do whatever you want them to do and to promote you. Like, yeah. your publicist or whatever. When you got that, you start, it's hard not to have that ego to where you go out and think, you know, I, I think I can punch somebody with little consequences i think i can say Which this he has you know exactly yeah, he has punched He's, people with little consequences and, and and with that why would you internally why would you think that you know you need to change or what what incentive is there to change there's none it's like the kid who's you know kid like the adult who's like you know 35 36 you know living at home in the mm-hmm. basement it's like dude why don't you get out of the house and it's like dude i got free cable yeah. eat whenever i want like rent free why would I get out? There's no incentive to get out. Yeah. Why? You know, you got everything you want. If you get out, you won't have that. Mm. You have to work. Exactly. It's like, yeah, work I'm sucks. Good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good here. So there's no incentive for him to to, to do that. But I, I don't know. Like you, believe when I see it. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. Who knows? And who knows? Maybe he'll get like a five movie run. I'm like, great. No incident. Haven't even heard from him. All he does is his weird tweets and side projects. Right. And then, then he punches someone. And I don't know where it came from. Um, I don't know his family or anything, but I know his mom, at least the way she's portrayed on that Project Greenlight show, mm-hmm. she's 
nice lady who yeah. just wanted, you know, uh, her kid to, she wanted to encourage her kid to yeah. <clears throat> do what he wanted to do. And I know child actors, you know, yeah. it's like they do go <laughs> off the deep end, yeah. but I don't know where that comes. It usually comes from, I always hear like a parent, yeah, like Corey Feldman or something, like a parent would uh, not be there or, you know, not be a great example, sort of push their kids into something or it came from like the immediate family. Yeah. But his mom seemed to have been great. I don't know. And about it's just his dad. probably that it could just be a personality thing. Like he could be regular yeah. dude that has a regular job that just gets aggro on the weekends. Right. No, totally. I mean Like he's that like he gets through the whole week. I mean he he's a really nice guy, but don't go out with him on Friday night at the end of the week. Right. He just beats people up, yeah. wake up hungover, starts the process on Monday again. Like, total uh, perfect candidate for Fight Club, yeah, you know, that kind of guy. Yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, I, and I, and obviously that it is his personality, but you know, I wonder where that comes from. Like, I know people personally who have run into him and have had yeah. run-ins with him that have been violent, and it's like, and it's quick too. And it's like, I don't. Hey, I'm a big fan. Fuck you. I don't get Whoa, it. Yeah, slow it's down. Like, <laughs> like he's 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 got anger yeah. where it's just like. Immediately he gets angry and threatens, and he's right. ready to he's ready to fight. And it's like, you know, you see him as a child. Actually, like, what does this kid know about you know, no. and brawling on the streets or something <laughs> like that? That's what he thinks he is, and it's like, uh, I don't know, I don't know where that comes. from. But like I said, I don't know, you know, his upbringing, but uh, you know, wow. Uh, but good, good for him. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll keep uh, you up. That was Shia update. That was the Shia, <laughs> the March edition of Shia update. Come back Indeed. in April. April fifteenth will uh, tax day will be the Shia up there. It is when he goes to jail for tax for not paying his taxes because <laughs> that's inevitable. Exactly. Do you think he, there is a place? I don't know what's left. Do you think there's a place for him in the say like a Marvel universe or a DC universe? He's good. He is. I I would see DC going after him because they just okay. want a name and they're desperate. Yeah. But I mean, with all the changes at the Marvel world going into Phase Four or Five, whatever fucking phase they're in now, <laughs> I. Why not? I mean, he's that good. He's good enough to either be the villain or the hero. Yeah, I totally would love to see him as a villain. That but I think great. that would almost be the best way because if you're signing him on, it's like, cool, you're in eight movies. If you're the villain, look, we'll commit him to one. Right. And then we'll see how he does. Yeah, as from, from a business aspect, yeah, I would definitely be like, yeah, let's, we don't know, but we know that at least... Hopefully we can harness this anger that he has into right. this character for the time that we have him, but not signing an eight picture deal with him no. to like, you know, by the third one, you know, it's, he's like in jail for like two years or something yeah. or whatever, you know. Well, um, and that's the thing you could do like he could be the Michael Rooker character in uh, Guardians. Johnny, remember his name? That's how I don't remember anything. <laughs> don't but remember. like you could have had. Like, if Michael Rooker wasn't in the second one, it's fine. Although, I mean, a lot of the story revolved around him. But you could have that style of bad guy. Yeah. He's not the main villain, but he's, like, villain too. Right. If he's really good, it's like, oh, we can keep peppering him back in. And if anything happens, he's just not in the next film. Right. You know, because <laughs> you can't have him be Iron Man and then a film later, oh, he's behind Iron. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the, the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> behind iron yeah. so he's just in jail the whole time yeah big film actually it's like <laughs> uh, i'll be out in a two films yeah. or so um wow yeah i mean like a second that would be interesting like a villain too yeah just to see him bring it yeah. you know and he would he's crazy It'd be interesting no. yeah yeah i think he would bring something interesting i don't think he would bring i think he could be close to like a michael b jordan killmonger character mm -hmm. Because he has it in him, but not as the main guy. Right. Like, he would be more the Andy Serkis. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, my right. God, he's amazing. Exactly. And you don't want him to die. You're like, I want more of Shia and other ones in this crazy right. character. And do it where it's just enough Shia. Because Shia, in that respect, probably would go Nick Cage and just oh, yeah. go over, yeah. over the top. But you don't want... You don't want that for two hours. Yeah, you just kind of want it every now and then to go, okay... That was that was kind of interesting. It was cool. Uh, yeah, I can see. I can definitely see him doing that. But 
And then they're signing him onto the Indiana Jones thing, thinking he was going to be like a franchise thing. But I think he's he's a little too. And that would have been fine if that movie wasn't terrible, right? And that I think it had nothing to do with him. That was just a no. Bad I, I film. I agree. And it's it was just, a smart move. Bad film. Right. I just I just think that they go okay. This is an iconic, yeah, um, legendary series. Who can we get into this role? Yeah. And they picked him. Yeah. So they planned. You don't do that with going, eh, it's a one-off. Yeah. You want to do more. Yeah, like, and you hope the next one is light Harrison Ford, mainly him, third movie, all shy of maybe a phone call to his dad. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's about all Harrison wants to do anyways. Oh, you know, he doesn't want to do more than that. Look, you can film me tomorrow. And that's it. Oh, shit. Bring yeah. the hat. Put the hat on him. Shoot one scene while he's sitting down. We'll just digitally put the outfit on him. <laughs> when Force Awakens got filming and they were like, oh, Harrison Ford is in it. And immediately I thought, oh, Harrison Ford must be like, oh, really? I have to go back and do that thing again? Yeah. And then you look at it and I, that's who I expected to hear from him yeah. going, roll, I roll. Yeah. Oh, these kids. Um no, but he was like super, super he pumped to it. do it. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, I can't, I can't believe it's like, wow!" It just, it still does that to him, like where being he's like, there and seeing those practical right. sets and walking on the Millennium Falcon, going, "This is it." You know, I get it. And for an actor, you sort of, for me at least, identify with the roles that they play and who I, I guess, my perception of who they are, not just him, but you know, you look at an actor like him and you go well he probably back in his 20s or 30s he was like oh, i have to do this star wars thing it's cool then yeah but like in his 70s he's like well you know i'm beating a dead horse almost. Yeah, yeah i've kind of done that thing that's a kid's movie or whatever um but no like ian mckellen or someone mm-hmm. doing a marvel movie or whatever yeah. and you go he must be like really i have to do a superhero movie yeah. but no like actor like yeah. totally pumped to do it you know um, yeah i expected like you were saying like harrison ford to dean kane it <sighs> right right yeah <laughs> all right chewy exactly uh, <laughs> just, oh, no, i would love to see that version <laughs> just burnt out look uh, let's get in that ship thing yeah. over there that that eagle what is it called again yeah. <laughs> he's just like talking on the camera <laughs> Harris, can you do that one more time? No. Okay, move right, on. Yeah, turn around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, Actually, I would want to see yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> you know, just sort of like pissed at the voice. The guy does that, you know, Chewbacca voice. Oh, really? This again? I mean, yeah, it's 2000, whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we have like a little recording device or something we could just do i don't want to have to have him do the voice again and everyone wants to hug the the bear costume or the chewy whatever just stop it stop it (laughs) i got dinner plans yeah this is not real like angry you know that's not that's just a guy kids are on the set he's just crying exactly he just goes up to like r2 pulls the the head part off look it's just a little person right it's like whoa (laughs) Harrison off the rails. <laughs> He's like, hey, kid, I want to tell you something about Christmas. The parents like, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Darth Vader, no! <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the movie I want to see. <laughs> Going to a conversation we had uh, yesterday after work, we, John and I work on a show, very talented leads, producers and everything, but yeah. we're on a show we don't know with any show. You never know when it's going to end. Sure. And... We were just commenting, like, what's next? Like, mm. it is that thing we were talking about. You know, the show has got an audience, but are all the right people that know who they are seen it? Because, I mean, I think one of them offhandedly mentioned they auditioned for something. But you would think, I think when you're on a show, you forget how big the world is sometimes in TV. Like, you get there going, yeah. oh, they auditioned. Of course they're going to get it. They're on a show. Oh, right. There's totally. 40 other people that probably are on shows auditioning for it as well yeah but when you're on it you just think well they're just gonna walk off of this and probably jump on something else and then you realize and then we've been watching because we have an antenna now at work oh yeah fancy uh antenna tv anyone if you want to watch from about i'm guessing 9 a.m to 6 sure it is every sitcom from about 76 to 
90. It literally every every single half hour is a new sitcom. Yeah. You go, oh, wow. It's like, oh, here's what's happening. Here's 227. Here's Soap. Here's uh, Hogan Family, here's Silver Spoons, Webster. Good times. Good times. Um, Benson. Benson uh, and um, Growing Pains. Yeah. Every... It is just a smattering. It's, it's, There's no rhyme or reason. It's not like, no. oh, we're starting from the 70s to 90s. It just bounces. You know, you go to Benson to Growing Pains yeah. to what's happening. It's it's literally like someone who loved those shows got a channel and said, hey, I'm just going to probably got, you know, money to burn, like Chapo money. Yeah. And just, you know, I'm just going to have syndication, buy a syndication uh, package with all of these sitcoms. Yeah. And just I'm going to have a different one every day, which yeah. is kind of amazing, actually. And just every day. Yeah. It's like, I mean, who knows? I don't know what the weekend antenna channel is, but I'm sure it's yeah. that's probably dramas or something. But it's a thing. We're watching it. And then when you look up those numbers, like growing pain numbers were like 22 million viewers a week, mm-hmm. whereas now it's half a million and you're a hit. Right. Yeah. You're a million viewers and you're a hit. And a lot of those, like we're watching a lot of these going, oh, I remember they did one or two things and then that's it. Yeah. And then some of them are still working, but it's, you know, it's Eric Roberts and dinosaurs versus cowboys. Just like, <laughs> we need to fight the dinosaurs or am I, right. are we fighting cowboys? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I, I think I heard, you know, long ago that part of the reason, maybe this was in negotiations, why actors like principal actors on these shows get so much money per episode is because generally after the no matter what, however successful, generally after the show ends, they don't really get anything else. Right. Um, which is which is hard to believe. It's sort of like you see, you become that person, uh, you know, in the Midwest, in the East, in the South, that doesn't know anything about the business. And they think that if you're on TV at all, like mm. you're rich and yeah. everything. But you figure like they have arrived because they're on a show. Mm-hmm. And they're not only on a show, like they're the creators they're the writers they're the so you're like they got clout yeah you know they're not just an actor so you figure really audition why would you have to audition you know or if you audition you're definitely gonna gonna get it but now you have to like continually um try out you know for parts you know uh yeah why aren't you in the offer only stage but yeah i mean it's it's amazing i was i was Kind of caught off guard about that too when I heard that you know they're auditioning and yeah. maybe didn't get it and stuff like this and it's like you hope that there is a uh, another chapter to this whole thing because yeah. why wouldn't like why wouldn't you be you yeah know? it's like you're talented and yeah you know and you're not beating people up in bars like Shia there, there you go there's that That's and then there plus. there are the people that choose because I know sometimes you read about like uh like Chunk from Goonies. Mm-hmm. Eh. I wasn't my thing. I'm in real estate now. Because there are those people that, like I was thinking of like uh, home improvement. Like there's the three kids. I don't know what that little kid does anymore. Like, I mean, and Jonathan Taylor Thomas yeah, yeah, yeah. had sort of a career and then backed out. The other kid did a bunch of like Nickelodeon and Disney movies, mm-hmm. always playing the bully or whatever because he was blonde. Right. You know, in the sort of an 80s trope. And then there was the young kid. Can't remember his name, but... I don't know where he is. It's just he could have taken his eight seasons worth of money and sure. just went, I'm good. Sort of like uh, the Malcolm kid. Look, I did Malcolm, did a couple movies. I'm a race car driver now. But he also has like $35 million. He also so. has a lot of cash. Yeah, I mean, I think with a lot of child actors too, their kids at that age, you don't you think you know, but yeah. you don't really know what you want to do. Um, maybe once just well, not, maybe he's a lawyer. Maybe it's mm-hmm. something else. Maybe just the guy. You know, yeah. uh, it's like, look, I did it. I got another job. I it was great. Yeah, that that twelve years I did that show was the best twelve years ever. Yeah, and, and then I just you know moved on. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that you have to be an actor for the rest of yeah. your life. And I think a lot of people what they do is there's that life, and you know your whole childhood, even though you go to school, whatever mm-hmm. on set, but your whole childhood is about you know acting and that whole life so then it's like well what do you want to do and a lot of kids don't know normal everyday kids don't know what they want to do and you go well i guess you know i'm making money i'll just stick with this acting thing and yeah. they just keep doing it but it's not really what they kind of want to do and it then, was fun it was like i want to i want to be an actor all right we'll take you on a couple auditions you're a kid yeah you get it then you get an adult you're like yeah that was fun yeah 
I ran its course. Yeah, you're like, yeah, I want to do something else. Which it seems kind of crazy, but of course. You yeah. know, when you see, oh, so-and-so's a lawyer, so-and-so's a race car driver, or he's doing this, you go, wow, so he's like that and an actor? You're like, no, he just, he's done with that. Like you said, it was a good run, but I'm on to something else. Yeah, and it depends on, too. Like, you know the Malcolm kid, uh, I mean, he has a $30 million. He's fine. Yeah. And he can go back if he wants to, probably. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll go do that again. I'm just going to be a millionaire at 28 or however old he is. I'm, yeah. I guess he's got to be 30 by now, right? Oh, yeah. Malcolm? I don't He's probably it, 40 in, a, in my head. It's like, he's like 12, right? <laughs> it's like Frankie Nunez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, I guess he's plays, was doing the show, um, and one of the cast was, uh, he was an athlete, and he would like, <laughs> we had a softball team, we played softball with us. It was a show with Josh Demel, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I heard that the season before I got there, Josh would play, you know, softball mm-hmm. with us too. But I mean, I didn't get that. But uh, James Ashore was uh, the other actor playing opposite him, and mm-hmm. see, he would play, and he was really good. Um, but he would also play celebrity basketball. Oh, okay. And uh, I remember a comment, you know, when a coworker's made is like, "Who's like the best?" player that you play against like in celebrity basketball is it like frankie nunez and he goes yes oh <laughs> <laughs> like someone's throwing that as a yeah, yeah. name <laughs> or something he's like no no yeah he's he's the one yeah yeah and so i've i've saw a couple of celebrity basketball games with him and he's you know he goes he goes hard yeah. you know he goes in there and uh, he has nothing else to do yeah and it's like yeah. it's one of those like like if you were to do movies now maybe I'm not saying he's not at the of the age of like the Seagal and the, all the guy, yeah. but it might be in that sort of territory. Yeah, you know, um, maybe every now and then he'll get into a mainstream movie, yeah. but it's kind of hard when you're like that one kid and we kind of see you as that iconic Malcolm right. in the middle. Um, well, and I think he's always going to be like sort of stunt cast. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, not so much in a movie. It's like so people go, "Oh my god, we got Nunez." It might just be. Look, I like him. He'll be good for this one part. Yeah. And that's probably great for him. He's like, wait, three days of work? Okay. Yeah. I'll see you there. I know. I was like, Frankie, maybe it's Munez or something. It's it's something like that. Oh, yeah, Nunez is... Munez, I'm not Devin Nunez, but Frankie... Isn't it Devin Nunez? Or Muniz or something like that. Yeah, I mean, if you... I mean, he's getting money from that show. Like, oh yeah, no, it's on all the time. You know, I mean, it's it's if you're there and you're good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I don't, why? Why would you want to go? And like, if you're like, I want to do something else. And I'm sure he was probably offered offer only. Like, hey, we want you to be sure agent Cody Banks. It's like great, I'll be agent Cody Banks. And then when the offer onlys go away, and it's like, hey, we want you to audition. All right, then when it starts probably feeling like a little work, he's like, yeah, it's okay. Because he has the comfort of knowing that he doesn't have to. You know, like all of a sudden when it became, I'm going on like eight auditions a week and I'm not getting anything. Why? Yeah. I get more money from my Malcolm repeats than I would have gotten for this movie. Right. You know. Yeah, and it's, it's, why would you put yourself through that when he's a race car driver? Yeah, yeah. He likes to race car. I mean, I think I would, (laughs) I would be like, if I can just have you know carte blanche to just race cars and yeah. do whatever i want to do with my life and not have to really quote unquote work again yeah i'd do that yeah and i think maybe that's it that's probably the realization for some of the people that sort of disappeared so you think of like it's always the youngest kid youngest kid from uh growing pains probably by auditioned a couple of times sure nothing came up oh hey it's that kid from that show yeah but i'd like to be the kid in this show or the adult in this show right. and then nothing and then they do a family ties family ties a growing pains tv movie yeah. all right great i can go back to that and then i'm sure after a while it's just probably more heartbreaking yeah and they're like oh i guess that was my run right that was my acting run yeah because i think in, probably in your mind you think hey i was on a show i was on a hit show yeah. uh, for like eight seasons yeah. or whatever i'm gonna ride this thing yeah. and then it's not happening and you go whoa I don't understand. I was in a hit show, but it's all sort of relative to what they need now yeah. to what, you know, yeah, you were good for that show. And unless you're going to spin off to that exact same character, no one's going to care. Right. And this, this is what I try to tell people who are trying to, you know, get into the business or as, as an actor, which is the hardest thing, is 
you know, because you and I have been doing this for a while mm-hmm. and we've seen like casting and um, sort of how how they cast and yeah. what, what their whole uh, MO is. Yeah. And, you know, you get in there to an audition and if it's no, it's not hardly ever no because unless you were just bad yeah, yeah. because of your performances because they're looking for a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't fit the certain thing, it could be like a physical attribute that you have. Yeah. Nothing you can do about it. It's fine, you know? I mean, it's part of the business. But it's always the auditioning, not necessarily just for that role. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times I've heard writers and producers go, look, uh, we got to get that person in here on something. And then they'll write a role for yeah. that person or request that person. And they keep coming back and, like, forming those relationships with those producers. Right. Helps. And it's not about, well, I didn't get this job. You always... You know, you're always trying to make an impression. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but nothing's, you know, nothing's guaranteed unless it's like an offer only or something someone wrote for you. I th- I think that if it were me and I was on a hit show and I was in teen magazines or whatever, yeah. it's like I would think, I got this. I mean, I'm they're going to be clamoring for my services, yeah. but it's not, you know, it's not that way. Yeah, you you'll know? always be Ben Seaver. Exactly. I don't know. But I'm. 42 now. Right. Don't even look like Ben Seaver anymore. Yeah. So you have to have that, like, that long, uh, that eye to longevity. You know, it's it's not about that role that's just there. Because you're right, Ben Se- Like, you're always, you're Ben Seaver. Yeah. I can't think of you in anything else. So I can't cast you. Or yeah. you're, like, Kirk Cameron, like, you're, uh, uh, I don't even remember his name in the show. What was it? Uh, Mike. Mike. Mike, yeah. So you're Mike Seaver. I, I, yeah, no. I can't really. It's like father, like son, and yeah. something like, like he went out and tried to do stuff, but it was like it didn't work. I think, well, you know, but I just think it didn't work for him as an actor because he was just so, so identified. We closely identified with that 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 character so much that yeah. it's like you know, Tracy Gold. You know, yeah. it's like it didn't really go yeah. beyond that. You know, um, not everybody can be Michael J. Fox. Yeah, you know. I don't know. Like and friends, it, like what happened with those guys? Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like they all they all end up on shows that went a while, but you know, you just see them, and that's so weird because that's like the later part, like the eighties. I get because people weren't hiring them for movies, right? As much, like yes, you had right, Kirk exactly. Cameron. And it's like, oh, we want to do like Father Like Son, just recognition. People know who you are. They'll just go, oh, I know that guy, and go see the movie. And Friends was that weird thing. It ends, and it's just sort of like. Hey, they all did shows that everyone had like a first season show that got canceled. Right. And then it wasn't until like a little later when they really had to deviate. And Lisa Kudrow had the comeback, which was great. Matt mm-hmm. LeBlanc's episodes is fantastic. Right. Still going. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matthew Perry's had, you know, 27 <laughs> one-season shows. And then, um, oh, Cougar Town. She did yeah, Cougar yeah. Town. But like they had to really branch out and realize that they're not network TV people. Right. Anymore. They just had to be like, great, I'll be TBS or whatever. Cougar Town was on episodes of Showtime and everything had to be like they had to almost be the creator on their own show to get their own show again. Yeah. Like once, you know, oh, Courtney Cox is here with her idea. Great. We get her idea and Courtney Cox. Great. Right. As opposed to just putting together some bullshit pilot going, hey, let's get Courtney Cox. You know, and then then you're doing the pilot as Courtney Cox going, I was on friends and i have to shoot a pilot i don't have a series guarantee yeah sorry and then it's then as a creator of that pilot or whatever you're thinking now i gotta remake courtney cox yeah because everybody knows her as monica monica i'm not feeling good i, I feel with, i'm happy that you don't remember with with an with an m you know yeah, i was yeah. like Mo-, i was like um anyway yeah monica they know her as uh, monica on friends like so ingrained in everyone's uh psyche that you know that's who that is and uh now you have to make her something else make Mm -hmm. us associate her with some other character right you know like the seinfeld guys like you know christine that show with julie louis dreyfus it was on for a while and, and i think it worked it worked for that one worked for i guess the public to be sort of used to the fact that she's not elaine anymore but it was a not a version of elaine by any means but it's almost like you could go oh that's what elaine would be like in an alt world right right and so it was just enough and then so when she transitions to um veep 
It's like, okay, now we can we can yeah. see her as something else. You almost need that palate cleanser fail show. You're yeah. like, oh, this isn't Atlanta. This is dumb. And then the next one, yeah, I already forgot. Yeah, yeah. I've already for- I remember they're from Seinfeld, but I kind of forgot. Yeah. You know, enough time has passed. Yeah, to- totally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she did it right. I mean, Seinfeld just, he has to bathe just bathe in hundred dollar bills yeah. i mean I, that's all he really has time to do probably and buying um uh, parking garages in new york yeah. i think that in that series comedians and cars with coffee which i think is great but it's basically a super rich guy going hey let me just go out and i want to hang with my celebrity yeah. friends and i want someone <laughs> to buy me stuff yeah it's like all right here's money it's like wait what it's like sure it's it's sort of like almost Kardashian esque, yeah. as in like I, don't know, I was just talking with friends and yeah. different cars. So I want to showcase that I'm super rich, yeah, because I have a different car, and I want to I want you to show that I have celebrity friends and I drink coffee like a normal person. Wait, yeah, what? It's like, <laughs> and I you're really successful at it. Oh, and it's and once again not disparaging. It's a really no, fun no, absolutely, show to absolutely, watch. no, I love it. But imagine like you're about to get the pitch and like Seinfeld wants to pitch something that he's creating. Oh my God, yeah. we are going to make so much money. I'm definitely not going in that direction. I'm going in the direction where you're talking <laughs> about. Yes. Syndication money, new, yes. Let's bring no, it I just want to drive around with my friends yeah. drinking coffee. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that's it? Yeah, yeah. What's the whole thing? And then like, you know, George comes in and he does it. No, no, it's So who are you playing? Jerry yeah. <laughs> something? No, no, I'm it's yeah. just me in one of my crazy cars that you'll rent to me yeah. because I'm gonna loan it to the show yeah. as a rental. Oh, you're like okay, so we gotta get stage rental. Do you want we want an audience mm-hmm. like or do we want do a laugh track or what do you wanna do? Uh, the three GoPros. Oh. <laughs> just mount them on my car. <laughs> and if there's any damage you have to pay me because it's my car. Uh, oh, but how do we get the car into the stage with the camera guys? And no, it's it's a reality kind of thing. It's just it, me as me. And, Will you be all over? No, it's gonna be New York because I want to go home yeah. at night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, so you just want to be paid more money right. for <laughs> hanging out with friends? It's like, is what you're doing anyway? Just put a camera on it and just pay me. Yeah, that was it. He was doing that with his regular friends. Going, I should probably make some money doing yeah. this. Like, uh-huh. And all his friends are like, how much are you making off of this? A lot. A lot. You're like, oh, he has so much. Just the fact that, uh, yeah, he, but he was smart though. He didn't jump onto mm-hmm. anything. And I think he knew. Yeah. Like, I'm always, <clears throat> this is me. I can't be the fun dad right. in the next show. I'm, I'm me. So totally, yeah, he knew. He always would say, you know, well, acting. I don't. I'm not acting up there. You know, he would yeah. do his thing. Like, I don't think what I do, you could remotely call acting. You know, yeah. I'm just, I'm there, and I just try to, you know, read the lines and try to make it funny. But I, I'm not an actor. So he knows. You know, after that, first of all, if you got 400 million bucks, he, he, you yeah. really don't have to do anything. You know, so. You know, why it's am I going to go out to and... hang out with friends that they it's like it's almost like his friends going, man, no one's going to see my movie. Oh, just hang out with me and it'll, the video yeah. will go viral. OK. Yeah, it's just he's stand up comedian. So you go back and do stand up, make millions doing that. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing that was perfect, too. It's like him being a comedian in the show as well. Like he always just had a smile on his face. So yeah. you never knew if he was ever breaking character because he always looked like he was yeah. going to laugh anyway. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he totally. Yeah, yeah. that is like the Saturday Night Live breaking character. But he just kept it, you know, and people yeah. loved it. Yeah, it's know? like I'm just because it made it seem real that his friends were crazy. Yeah. You know, and so he's just like, I always have a smile on my face. Yeah. And he had some home run uh, supporting cast. I mean, yeah. they were like, top notch and so he could be you know sort of the weakest actor right but you know he's still he's still funny he's still yeah. funny enough to where you just go okay well yeah that was the thing was that you couldn't have it that show's not that show with all those people like that's the thing he is the main person but it is a definite ensemble like you can't have that show and not have an Elaine you know or right. her as Elaine so totally. it's I think it is that thing that's it, happened before, like we've talked about with like Back to the Future and the recasting. There are been pilots and then they recast and it does really well. And you're like, oh, I wonder how it would have been. But 
it's just those people worked so well. Mm -hmm. And then when you watch the original pilot, because we've been on pilots or series that reshot, got rid of people. Yeah. And you sit there going, eh, either or, you know. Yeah, it's, pilots are just, it's hard to, to, to do a pilot at all but it's hard to like reshoot it and go okay now now we know what works yeah it's usually mm, either or it's like it's what a the material was and a the team behind it you know it's 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 a hard in this whole um sort of arbitrary timeline of six weeks or something to do a pilot from start to finish it's just not conducive to making a good pilot unless you you have really good pieces in place you know and that's from cast the cast to the material to the team behind it to the network to everything yeah um and a lot of stuff has to start well before that six weeks production you know it's always hard in pilot season because everyone snaps up the good actors so it depending on when you when you get your uh pilot greenlit and get your production in order you know, you, the actor that you want may not be available. And yeah. a lot of stuff doesn't go because the cast is not, not right. Right. So, you know, it's 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 a wonder anything gets on the air and stays on the air. Right. It's hard. Well, it's funny because I did uh, Singles Table, which never aired, which is crazy. Especially now when you think about it. I had Alicia Silverstone, John Cho, Jared Paul, who's like one of the creators of Fresh Off the Boat, The Grinder, mm-hmm. But he was more an actor. Um Ray Seahorn, if you would know, if you saw her, she's like one of those people that fills in on a lot of shows. And who is the other person? This other one, some other guy too that you would know if you saw, I can't remember his name, but you look at it now going, how is this show? They didn't even air. And we reshot the pilot to add Alicia Silverstone to it. And so when we had the original pilot and watching the one with Alicia Silverstone going, yeah, I get it. This doesn't make it better. But although it wasn't like the person we replaced was the reason why it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. It was almost just like, oh, Alicia Silverstone's available. We kind of wanted her originally. It was almost, I think it was that. So they just shot the pilot with this person, and if she never came. But we had to reshoot, and it was so sad because like we had to watch it going, <clears throat> all right, we don't have to reshoot that. We have to reshoot that. Yeah. All right, we can keep her hand. So, like, the original actress's hand is still oh, in it. Wow. And you're just like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, it's it's hard. It must be hard when like your any part of you is is in there when uh, you don't get the role. Or well, you, I mean, that good thing replaced. is though, it didn't affect her at all, other than money. The girl that was replaced because it never aired. We did six right. episodes. Right, that's she true, missed yeah. out on five episodes of money, which is still money, but it never aired, so it didn't affect her career at all. You know why did why didn't that that air? I can't remember. Uh, Matthew Perry, oddly enough, to button it back to uh-huh. Matthew, Matthew Perry, his show, um, something on the Sunset Strip. What was that show? Oof. I yeah, I remember what I can't remember what excuse me, what the title was. Yeah, it was uh, we were going to be mid season twelve, and mm-hmm. right when we are shooting six, they are going. NBC was like, oh, we love your show, but we only want six for mid season. Later to find out, the Matthew Perry show was bleeding money. Because they were trying to make it work because it was Matthew Perry, Bradley Whitford. Oh, wow. Um, and they had guest star after guest star. And they were literally, like, it was all advertisement to make this one-hour show the Matthew Perry NBC comeback. Right. And they just dumped all the money into it. So they punished our show by cutting it to six. And they were like, well, mid-season. It's like, well, it's not uncommon to have a mid-season six. Right. So we're like, well, once people see <clears throat> this, they're going to go, oh, this is great. We'll bring it back. And then it just shelved it which is weird because they spent the money but i guess it's still advertisement dollars they have to they have to appease the advertisers to put it on the air and it might have not and they might have not had the right pairing because then that does make a difference too it's like you put it against something i don't think they had anything at that time that was big enough because they need a big lead in to go to our show so people will watch it and i think they they had a lot of first season shows at that point it was uh what year was it uh two no, it wasn't even 2000, I don't think. No, when was single? 2006, mm-hmm. I think. So it was sort of like a rebuild year for NBC again. And so it just got shelved. So that girl, ultimately, at least it's better than seeing the show run nine years going, oh, yeah, I was the lead. That's true, yeah. But, I mean, like, initially, though, <laughs> once you once you hear that you're, the roles were cast or something, it's got to be devastating. I always, like, think about that when you hear, oh, you get the role. Oh, my God, I got to pilot and oh it went to series yeah. i mean 
maybe they're flying you to New York or whatever. Or maybe they won't because yeah, they yeah. know that they got to recast. But, you know, that agent, God, oh, there was one where I did hear um, about the agent call where it's like I have to break it to my my client that they the good news and bad news yeah. you know <laughs> got picked your up. show got picked yeah up. <laughs> it's like oh it's just devastating yeah. it's such a devastating thing uh, because you're thinking the one sort of holy grail for a lot of actors is to get that series because the money and exposure and it's like oh my god maybe i can buy a house now yeah and even if it goes one year i have a yeah. one year reel that I'm going to get more auditions. Not necessarily. It's sort of like what we were talking about with our show is that they're probably getting more auditions because the show mm-hmm. they're on. Totally. But even if you don't get it, you're getting more. Right. Like they're going to call you in because they're going to see the face going, I don't know why I know this face, mm-hmm. but I know this face. Hurt. And it's like, oh, they're already on a show. I know this name. Right. So you're going to get that a little bit. So. Yeah. And yeah, imagine that because of the media, how we live now. Imagine like you're on the show and then you do the pilot and they're like, Alicia Silverstone's joining the pilot. Yes, this yeah. is going to be great. We're going to start the series. Alicia Silverstone, call the agent up. I'm so. Oh, you already saw the deadline article. <laughs> yeah, Alicia Silverstone's in it. Yeah, as you. <laughs> <laughs> or imagine, say, your character's name Karen or something like that. Right. Alicia Silverstone joins Singles Table as Karen. That's weird. I'm Karen. Oh, We're going to have two, two Karen. <laughs> like, you're, like you're trying to. Yeah, not. you're trying to go. How does that work? Oh, maybe that's a maybe that's a joke thing. Right. There's gonna be we won't know which Karen is Karen. <laughs> then you see your agent calling. Nope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just I don't know why he's. Yeah, he just probably just wants to talk. But yeah, that's oh man, that's got to be terrible. I mean, with social media and everything. Like your other show, you don't find out things through the network. You find out through Twitter or whatever. So it's like through dates. Like, oh, I guess we're airing. Yeah. At this day, I just found it on Twitter. I did. I found uh, the show I'm still trying to finish. Uh, I found out on deadline six hours before someone told me that we were not airing the day we were airing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, because I saw the article going, well, that's interesting, but I better not call anyone only because I know everyone's dealing with phone calls. And ultimately, I know my position on the show. Like, I still have to finish. It's not, I'm not an actor going, Oh, yeah. I guess I'm not promoting the show or something. I got to get an agent on the phone right. and figure out how this affects some sort of deal or something. I mean, I'm like, well, they'll call me eventually. And then when they called, they went, hey, saw the deadline article. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no one's called you yet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't, it ultimately hasn't affected me. Like, if we were still airing yeah. now, I'd still be doing exactly what I'm doing. So, yeah, no, no, totally. It was just better than them going, yeah, just box it all up. Oh, okay, great. Because I'm also ready to be done with the show right. as well. So for like, sure. Box it up. Great. <laughs> it's all you. Music to my ears. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I just remember taking it I was in, in post, taking it hard. Oh, we got canceled. Or, oh, we, we, this happened. But we still have to finish our episodes. Just taking it hard, like, oh, man. you know. And then you realize, no, I still have to finish. Yeah. And especially if your air date's pushed. We still, we're yeah. still going to do what we need to do. Yeah. And that push, it doesn't mean, okay, Rob, now you have four months to do right. something that would take one. No, it's like, no. You're, you keep your pro- yeah. trajectory, finish at the end of the month, and then you're done. I'm like, great. Yeah. Like, the last thing I want to do is be on this show for another right. two months. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. It's just been. Kill you. Never ending. Oh, I don't know. Did I tell you the other day? Uh, I was mentioning another show on. Um, the network mm-hmm. katie was just like oh are you on that one too it's like no, i'd be dead if i had three oh shows. really oh my God. i don't know why she thought i think because it's all within the same family and i yeah. and i think i brought it up as an example of what we were doing within our show she's like wait are you on that too god no oh my god <laughs> you would never see me are you doing all the shows on the network is that all you're the, the yes. house guy yeah i'm just doing them all but yet i'm able to be yeah. here every day <laughs> Yeah, that would be fascinating. It's like, no, I'll see you guys in three days. You know. Wow. That was kind of my Friday. All right, I'll be in at two. I got a lot to do. Yeah. And you came in. I was like, oh, I thought you were supposed to come back at 1230 and leave again at two. But you came in. I was like, oh, do you have to, like, turn back around? And yeah, Luckily enough, got it all. Yeah, okay. Yeah, got it all. Well, I got something done. You got something. I mean, it's all done? No. But 
every day's a little chip it's yeah. like i got it done what's next yeah i mean every day it's gonna be something else so yeah until this thing is ever delivered in air and people still texting me hey when are we airing it's like why are you texting me text someone that might <laughs> text the creator of the show i i'm guarantee he probably has a fraction more information than i right. do of anything you always want to come to post when is what is the air dates when do we do we... if they're like air dates that we know and they publish yeah of course we know that but we have to we should know but as far as something that's always moving and contingent upon yeah. what the network wants no you don't get that like and especially if you just read something in deadline assume i don't know that right anything you read on the internet don't i literally just check my twitter oh i have a job great and then i close yeah. twitter <laughs> which is weird because you think wait are you guys leaking out stuff to deadline and then is that like the first priority and then we'll tell our show right. personnel and it's like that doesn't well and the deadline was an actual like statement from the network about it and it's like not gonna wow. give me a heads up or something yeah and, like not even like hey there's a lot going on uh, deadline article coming out don't worry just keep doing the shows then i'd be like all right cool i don't really care as yeah. opposed to opening deadline oh huh all right just keep moving forward wow it's I, just it's like you can do is just move forward yeah hey yeah i mean at yeah, at this point, just you just want to get it done. Yeah, just get it done. Whatever that means, because everything, all the requirements change every day. So, but it's so at funny. At some point, you'll be done. I guess. <laughs> it's funny that that optimism of everyone, where I'm taking phone calls on season two of the show, I can't finish. <laughs> then the people on our show are talking about the ideas of how season four is going to look at, and we still have ten more to shoot a season right. three. And it's like, can we all live in a moment? I know. Like, just live in this, and I get it. In post, you always have to, like when you have about a month left, you start looking. Maybe two months, you start putting the feelers out. Hey, in theory, I'll be done in the end of May. Right. Yeah, just let me know if that's when I'm done with my show. But I'm. it's just that idea of like looking for the next thing. Hey, I'm going to be available in December. I better start lining something up. Like that's six, six, seven months yeah, away. Gotta, it's like, I, I don't think about it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't, I don't want to think about this show might go till probably November or whatever. Not my first show. Okay. The one we're currently on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it's like, so I'll think about it September. Hey, what's maybe going on past that? Or mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we might have something in January. Great. I'll just not worry about December. Right. And just take a month off or something. And But I'm sure the other show will be in season two and I'll be miserable going, why did I say yes? <laughs> I'm an idiot. Season two. Yeah, I'm, I'm Ben Seaver just trying to find my next job. There you go. <laughs> we're all just Ben Seaver. <laughs> all right, with that, uh, and hopefully Ben Seaver's listening. If you are, give us a shout out. Hey ben <laughs> uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter, which is because John and Rob, or because John and Robert on either or. Uh, I think we're on iTunes. We're on yeah. SoundCloud. Uh, all right, this has been Post Apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. Take it easy. Ooh.